0: So many of us have had dreams and we haven't really been able to figure it out. My guest has learned the language of heaven and teaches people how to know what their dreams really mean. Anyone here interested in really knowing what you want to learn that
1: supernatural language? Get ready. In the scriptures, a third of the Bible is poetry. Wherever we see ragged edge in our modern Bibles is poetic. There's more than just from Job to Song of Songs. And so it's throughout scripture. All the prophets are poetic. And we've moved into a kingdom of love and God uses poetry to speak to us. It's a higher language. And if we can understand that language, then God can move us and see the kingdom manifest. Whenever Jesus spoke or taught about the kingdom, he used parables. Our dreams are are personal parables to us and they're framed around our lives. But you explained to me that somehow when we're in that dream state God can get through to us easier. Explain that. That's true. You know, we have a a natural defense mechanism. And one of the main things of dreams is uh, like correction and warnings. God has an ability to speak to us in parable form and in the parable He it has a way of getting behind our defense mechanisms when we understand what he's saying. At your seminars, you've release,
0: uh, you researched this language of heaven and you've researched 3,000 biblical uh, symbolisms from the scriptures for us to understand. Mm. Uh, uh, tell me, Adam, about what things God shows us in dreams.
2: Well, God can reveal our heart in, in a dream. And it's very good if you're counseling somebody. That's one way God can speak to us in dreams. And another way is God can give us warnings in the night. When you get a warning, it's actually a blessing because God is showing you the plans of the enemy ahead of time so you can actually go in the spirit and reverse the plans of the enemy, reverse the curse and mess up hell and release blessing.
0: Dreams come from
1: different sources, tell me. They do. We said we all know God dreams. We read the scriptures and we see that Joseph, Daniel had dreams. Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. So that's that's a given. But uh, the devil has the capacity to either influence our dreams or create dreams. You know, we know that from Scripture when Jesus was taken up on the mountain in one of the temptations, where the devil showed him all the kingdoms of the world. There's no place where you can physically go and see the whole of the kingdoms of the world. They're not only geographically impossible to see, but there would be t- different time spans which between each of the kingdoms and so we realize from that that the devil has that capacity but the good news about that is this that when jesus went into the wilderness who led him into the wilderness it was the spirit of god so who was in control god was in control so so we have god dreams the enemy has the capacity to influence our dreams and also our own hearts can flavor and color the dreams that we dream but the good news is god is sovereign He knows every one of those areas. And so what that means is that God can speak and communicate and have a message through any one of those sources. So we don't just go, oh, that was a God dream, or that wasn't a God dream, and we throw it away. We go, no, there's a message in that for me. Adrian, what is the first thing uh, we should do right after we've had a dream? I guess the first thing we should do is write the dream down so we don't lose that uh, Mm -hmm. revelation. But after that, I think we need to go to God. Ask the Holy Spirit what, what He's saying to us. And after I've done that and spent some time waiting on God and looking at the dream, then I would look at the overall picture of the dream and then try to break it down, looking at the context of the dream, looking at the elements and see whether I could identify certain elements within the dream. Sometimes dreams happen and we're so subjective and so close to the dream that we don't understand what God's saying. So sometimes it's very useful to actually step back and take a little bit of time out before you start to look at the dream. But looking at context, context... uh, dream interpretation is not a formula and that's probably the first mistake we make we tend to think every time we see a rabbit in a dream it's going to mean something or every time we see a dog in a dream it's going to mean this that's not the case because you look at the other elements in the dream and see how you can get the, the, the elements to fit together you know just as we would with the word of god and it says by the mouth of two or three witnesses let every word be established so you're looking for elements within the dream to, to lock together in your understanding you go well if that's that And that's that, Ah, and that's that. Now I've got a lock, I've got three witnesses, and now I can build out the rest of the picture to understand what God is saying. Um, Adam, tell me the difference between a, uh, I know what a dream is, but the difference between a dream
2: and a vision. Well, a vision, for my revelation, a vision is is having a dream while you're awake. Now, you can have a... I like that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and uh, uh, we, you know, I teach uh, that you can position yourself for visions. And when you're actually half asleep and half awake, when you're just about to fall asleep, many people experience images rushing through their mind. When they're just about to fall asleep, they're not awake, they're not asleep, mm-hmm. it's called an alpha sleep. Give me two, an example of
0: a dream, an example of a vision and what happened.
2: Well, with me, with with a, with a, a vision I had this, myself, I can stand, I stand in the meeting and I get these open visions
3: Sometimes
2: and God's it's my subconscious speech mind speech is receiving speech. like a dream while I'm awake, but I saw this man that had a, a, a dark mesh over his brain, I basically called this man out, I, I saw him there, I actually went up to him because he was a there's senior man, wrong and I said there's the something brain. wrong with your brain you that need I need to pray, to pray for him. you because, to receive healing. Uh, you need healing in your brain and he agreed so I put my hand on on his head and I decreed divine order in the name of Jesus and he was shuffling around beforehand they were telling me this and he couldn't even get out of the chair and uh, when I when I prayed for him I came back uh, about you know probably six months later he was walking around you know, she's completely free and healed. And, the, and that's impossible. Healed can, Parkinson's Yeah, space. the doctor okay. is, is mystified. Adrian, uh, give me an example of not you, but
1: someone that had a dream and what happened. Someone sat in our teaching, Sid, and uh, they had a dream. So they, in the dream, they woke up in their bed. And on the end of their bed was the gynecologist of when they had had children. And the gynecologist said to the woman who had the dream, He said, what does this person's name mean to you? Now, the person who had the dream uh, works uh, in a capacity where she would go to a person's home and she would work the whole day there in that home. So when he mentioned this person's name, what it meant to her was that she had to cross the other side of the city and go to a suburb. So it meant a trek to the other side of the city, uh, to this suburb. And she put two and two together and she realized that the gynecologist relates to birth and this... The, 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 the suburb uh, happened to be the surname of her daughter. Hmm. And so she put two and two together and she realized that her daughter was pregnant. Or well, that's what she thought the dream interpretation meant. So she rang her daughter and she said, uh, you know, I, I've had this dream and I believe that God's showing me that you're pregnant. And her daughter denied the fact that she was pregnant. So they talked a little bit, mother, daughter, chat. Hmm. And then she thought, I'll try a different tack. I'll ring up my son-in-law. And so she rang up her son-in-law and she said, Congratulations, I understand your wife is pregnant. And he didn't know anything about that. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. Strange. Yeah. And so she hung up the phone and thought, well, maybe I'd got it wrong. Well, that night she received a phone call from her daughter and she said, what have you done? Tomorrow I'm booked for an abortion and you and God have you know intersected you know you you've you've come in and you stop the
2: plan i don't want you missing any of the language of heaven father in the name of jesus i prophesy in the name of jesus that lord you will be released upon the people out there and i just ask you if you're watching this right now touch the screen or uh, touch your laptop or wherever wherever you are because this is transferable And I decree through the power of the blood of the Messiah that dreams and visions will be released upon people out there, believers. Even if you're an unbeliever, just touch the screen and I release the revelation of the Messiah, Jesus. And Lord, Father... In the name of Jesus, we thank you for the Spirit of God is moving out there. And we thank you for encounters. We thank you for visions. Lord, open visions in the night. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for, for, for the understanding of dreams, yes. the passion and the hunger to have dreams. Yes. And, Lord, I thank you for appearing, to revealing yourself to unbelievers out there. You'll probably be seeking God right now. I see somebody out there who's actually crying out, saying, if there is a God... If there is a God, reveal yourself to me. This is a man. I see a man with dark hair, and he's wearing like a, it, look, it, it looks like someone in, a, in an Islamic country. And I see, uh, uh, in fact, it's Pakistan. And you're crying out, if there's a real God, if you are real, reveal yourself to me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for appearing in this man's dream and reveal yourself to this man. I decree this across the whole of Asia, the whole of the world in Jesus' name. And right now I, w- I would like to add that
1: I want to impart the spirits of wisdom and revelation so that not only will you get the revelation but you understand what God is saying through that revelation in Jesus' name.
3: At one time I believed dreams were leftover undigested food from yesterday. I didn't understand them, didn't take them seriously, ignored them completely. Just to, to set, set the stage a little bit, Give me an example
0: from the Bible of a dream in which someone got a warning. Like uh, you talk about Nebuchadnezzar.
3: Nebuchadnezzar, he received a warning from God in a dream. Uh, he's, he's, got, he's got arrogance in his heart. He says, I'm the greatest king who's lived forever. He has a dream that night of a tree being chopped off at the roots. And the interpretation, of course, is I'm going to cut you down. All right, this, is, this is counsel saying, "Look, you need to deal with your pride. If you don't deal with your pride, I'm going to cut you down." And Daniel came to Nebuchadnezzar, and Daniel said, "Look, why don't you repent now? Because if you repent, maybe this won't happen, because dreams aren't fatalistic. they don't have to happen. And a year later, the Bible says, a year later, God cut him down, and he took him out to the field to, to live with a beast for seven, for, for seven years. but he had one year to repent. From that warning that God gave him and he refused to repent and so he suffered the consequence of it. What changed you from having what I call pizza dreams, <laughs> I mean just
0: nonsense dreams, to being able to hear directly from
3: heaven wisdom from God while you sleep? What changed you? A man named Herman Riffle he was teaching in toronto near toronto and i was up in toronto doing a seminar myself but i wasn't booked for the evening so i went to his seminar and i heard him teach on dream interpretation said i need to learn how to hear from god through my dreams so we invited herman to our bible school we taped him doing a whole series and he taught us principles for dream interpretation now he had an
0: experience with dreams that changed his whole life he would have never been able to teach you if he hadn't understood history
3: <laughs> well exactly he tells about a dream where he, in the dream he's walking along the side of a mountain on a very narrow path and his family's behind him and the path gets narrower and narrower and finally crumbles beneath his feet and him and his family go down the destruction so he wakes up in the morning he says lord what is this dream about and he journals about it and the lord says to him he says herman this private fantasy life that you're engaged in that you think is so carefully controlled if you continue on it it's going to take you and your family down to destruction and so he repented and he got off that path and he stayed married to his first wife until he was ninety three years of age when when he died a year or two ago what does the bible say about dreams? okay psalm sixteen seven the bible says god says i will bless the lord who has counseled me for indeed my heart instructs me in the night so there's a David the psalmist saying I'm getting instruction from my heart from God at night through my dreams and God does amazing stuff in dreams Genesis uh, 15 is a Abrahamic covenant God meets Abraham in a dream puts him to sleep and Abraham says terror came into the dream which you know some people suggest well if there's a fear there it's not God well this this had fear in it it was God and God established a covenant with Abraham in the dream and it clearly says, God established a covenant. And, and that's the Abrahamic covenant. It's the Old Testament, established in a dream. And I said, a dream? Hmm. I said, I thought dreams were leftover pizza. And God says, no, I speak through the dream. He says it in both Old and New Testament. In, 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 in Acts 2:17, he says, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit. A young men will see visions. Old men will dream dreams. He clearly says, I speak through the dream in both Old and New Testament. Now, when people sit through your teaching, mm-hmm. you make certain guarantees if you will what are they (laughs) i will guarantee that if you will do several very simple things you will have dreams every single week of your life that you can recall and you can begin to work with those dreams ask god what is the symbolism in those dreams he will show you the message and you can receive divine counsel from god through those dreams okay i want you to teach me now (laughs) i want to teach you too okay give me some simple steps okay Really simple steps. First step is you need to say to yourself, say, I believe God speaks to the dream. I believe in dreams. I believe they're important because those are signals to your heart saying, look, if you wake me up, I'll, I'll pay attention. And your heart needs to hear you say that. And another thing, you're, another way you can signal your heart is you can put paper and pencil next to your bed and say, look, you give me a dream, I'll write it down when, when you wake me up. And your heart says, okay, I'll wake you up. Because if your heart needs to wake you up within five minutes of the dream ending, or you won't recall it. So all these first three things you've just done signal your heart saying, wake me up. So now it's going to wake you up. You've got dreams. Mark, you really mean that if I get so serious that I put a
0: pencil and paper by my nightstand, that's really telling
3: God? And telling myself yes. that I'm expecting, that's faith. It's faith, and, and God rewards faith. You know that. Everyone knows that, right? According to your faith be done to you. So if I say, my faith is dreams are pizza, my heart says, fine, sleep through the whole thing, you won't get my counsel. Hmm. If my faith is, hey, God speaks to the dream, my heart says, okay, you honor me. I'm going to wake you up and give you the revelation I've been trying to offer you. Okay,
0: so, so uh, you have the pad, you go to sleep you have proclaimed that you believe that the Bible's true that God speaks to us in the night seasons like he
3: spoke to David uh, and you have the dream you write it down then what okay so I've got it's it's mostly symbolic in the dream in the, in the Bible most, that's been my problem I know and and it and like you said instead of going to a dream dictionary book the the symbols come out of my heart because my heart's writing the script and 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 my heart has pictures that is it's it's going to communicate to me through pictures so is yours so so when joseph dreams he his dreams pick up symbols that surround him he's a shepherd boy he lives in the open field so his symbols are sheaves bowing down sun moon and stars bowing down these are symbols that surround him when nebuchadnezzar dreams he dreams of a statue of gold and well nebuchadnezzar had made a statue of gold and told people to, to, to bow down and worship it so that's the symbols that surround him so your heart picks individual symbols that mean something to you. So you ask the question, okay, what's that symbol mean to me? And then, once you, then you tune to flow. And well, tell, tell me some other questions that uh, would be good for me to ask from this dream okay. I've just had. All right. I would ask what's the key action of the dream and what's the key emotion of the dream? All right, if the key action is I'm falling, then I would say, okay, where in my life do I feel like I'm falling as of yesterday, you know? I say, I know my faith got shattered. I believe God was going to do something. He didn't do it. I feel like I've lost my footing. So, okay, so the dream is talking about the shattered faith. All right, so the key action, I look for that key action of the dream, and where am I experiencing that key action in my own life? That, that, that is such a key element. I mean, to me,
0: uh, it, it, this opened up yeah. for me, my dream. That's that's the effect it had on me.
3: Exactly, and then the other question is the key emotion. What's the key emotion you have? And if the key emotion is I'm feeling really frustrated, then I'd ask, where in my life am I feeling really frustrated right now? And I say, oh yes. And and when I ask the question, I tune to flow. I don't wrinkle my brow. And think. Now, what do you mean you tune to flow? Tune to flow. The Bible said, out of my innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. So when my heart wants to talk, it talks through flowing thoughts. So I tune to flowing thoughts, not analytical thoughts. I don't scratch my head and say, think it up. I put a smile on my face, lean back, and say, hmm, what's that mean to me? I tune to flow, and it pops into my attention. Do you write it down when you turn to flow? Yeah. Once I tune to flow and the ideas begin to come, I begin to write. Because if I start writing, I'm writing in faith, and the flow will continue, and it just, I can get a paragraph of interpretation. Oh, okay. Uh, for a man that was like me, that your dreams were pizza
0: dreams... Right they just you couldn't figure them out so you didn't even bother you're so pragmatic right oh let me put you on the spot give me an example of someone that did what you have just taught and their dream and what happened
3: all right so here's a a young lady Suzanne She's just been through the dreams material and uh... and she's in nursing school training to be a nurse and uh, god gives her a dream at night uh... saying no i mean all the all of her classmates are in nursing uniforms and she's in a dance leotard well she misses the message of that dream which was you're supposed to be a dancer so Mm -hmm. God gives her a second dream a month later and he lowers a dance banner down from heaven she climbs all the way up it she gets in his presence he pours gold down from her head all the way down over her body and says now you're prepared and ready and she still didn't get the message so he gives her a third dream he says go to your journal and in the journal dance academy start a dance academy she started one that's about eight or ten years of age now and now she had Last week, 200 stu- graduating students in her dance recital, and 1,000 people came to watch that dance recital. So it opened up a whole new avenue of life for her. She was on the wrong track. God got her on the right track, and he's blessed and prospered her through her dreams. There are dreams that have changed nations because of inventions, like the sewing machine. The gentleman who invented and patented the first sewing machine... He was trying to figure out how to thread the thread into the needle, couldn't figure it out. He went to sleep, had a dream at night, and there were some Indians shooting an arrow through some cloth. It snagged some thread and pulled the thread back through the cloth, and he realized. He woke up, went straight to his laboratory, and perfected the sewing machine, which was then used to sew the uniforms for one million men who were in, in the military in the war at that point in time. So, yes, affecting history through receiving revelation from a god in a dream which you then act by them.
0: Tell me about this sculptor, this famous sculptor Eric Rose.
3: Eric Rose, he had uh, he been an artist in, high, in college but he got turned off because of perfectionism. So he was doing a left brain lineal job, didn't enjoy it and when he heard from God through dreams God called him back into doing artwork but he said let's add something to it, let's make it, let's do sculpturing which he'd never done and so God led him into creating sculptures that were six feet tall made of bronze which he sold for thousands of dollars so again divine creativity and being called back into your ministry rather than doing something you're not supposed to be doing what about people that are physically sick we had a, i had a lady a secretary and she had a dream <clears throat> she walked into her house in the dream she smelled smoke she looked for the fire finally found the fire down in the kitchen uh, and uh... And she uh, awoke, and um, so the interpretation of the dream showed up about two months later when she went to uh, the doctor. He said, you have a fire in your intestines, inflammation in your intestines, it's caused by stress. He gave her some, he said, you have to de-stress and here's some medication. It went away. Well, the dream came back a year later. Hmm same dream fire in her house in the kitchen the kitchen of course the symbolism is this is where you eat this is your digestive system so the part of the house the house is where i live uh... kitchen is where i'm going to eat that's my digestive system in the lower cupboards that's lower intestines it was pinpointing where the infirmity was and when it came back a year later she knew look de-stress or else i'm going back to the doctor for more medication so dreams can even keep you healthy and tell you about the health concerns that your body is facing
0: uh... there's another type of health a, a good mental well-being good spiritual well-being and you had a dream about people as opposed to accomplishing something
3: <laughs> yeah exactly um, we were for two weeks of solid video taping six uh, ten hours a day six days a week and we taped hundred sessions i was totally consumed with the taping and i had three dreams And uh, and, in the first dream, um, somebody comes and asks me for prayer, and instead of praying for him, I brush him off. And I wake up and said, man, terrible. And the Lord said to me, when I journaled about it, I said, Lord, what do you want to say? He said, Mark, you know, you're involved in this big technical thing, but you're not taking care of the people who are actually doing the taping. You're ignoring their needs. He said, teach them how to hear God's voice. Teach them how to interpret dreams. So every morning in Morning Devotions, we, sh- we journal together. Every day at lunchtime, we share our dreams from the previous night, and we interpret the dreams together as a group. So God was saying, Mark, keep put people first before projects. Stay balanced. Don't get imbalanced. So my dreams, your dreams, keep us balanced as we walk through life. I believe that you could pray for us right
0: now, And release this gift that God has within us Mm -hmm. to be able to hear so clearly from God
3: that when we dream could you pray that over everyone right now I would love to I would love to I would just like you to speak this with me and just say say to your heart I believe dreams are important I believe that dreams are important I believe they're a way that God speaks to me I believe they are a way that God speaks to me. I honor my dreams. I honor my dreams. All right, and let me just pray for you. Father, I release an impartation of faith into every listener's heart. Faith for dreams and dream interpretation just come alive within their hearts. Faith just spring up in the name of Jesus. Faith come alive in Jesus' name. So, Lord, minister divine counsel to your people through dreams in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Charles, why do most people miss the interpretation of dreams
4: god masked truth he's masked the truth in dreams proverbs 25 2 says it's the glory of god to conceal a matter it's the glory of kings to search it out some people are kind of lazy they just don't want to invest time to look at and to investigate their dreams why is it most believers uh
0: don't have dreams, or if they have them, they don't understand them, or if or their dreams they say, oh, it must be demonic.
4: Uh, Why is this going on? The enemy likes to distract us. He likes to bring deception. You know, my pastor many years ago said this, you become like what you worship. The more time you spend with God, the more you'll hear his voice. Jesus said in John, my sheep hear my voice. And, they, and I know my sheep, and they know me. So the more that you practice the presence of God, you'll be able to discern who it is that's speaking to you. And so if you discern that when you're awake, you'll discern it when you're asleep. Uh, you say
0: a dream could be a uh, uh, invitation to spiritual warfare.
4: Yes, exactly. I had a dream one night when God was inviting me into spiritual warfare. I had a dream I was walking through this depressed community, and all of a sudden, I wound up on this ship, and I knew it was a slave ship, because everyone on this ship had either, they were in prostitution, and drugs, they had missing kidneys, they had everything wrong with them. They were totally oppressed. And all of a sudden, I began to walk, and I put them on a line, and I began to give words of knowledge, and they began to get healed, and they began to get set free. And all of a sudden, after they were free, I began to walk the exit the ship, but all of a sudden I saw stairs to my left and I looked at it and I said, let me go up those stairs because as a seer, you want to keep seeing. Mm -hmm. So I went up the stairs to where the captain would be. And I saw in this bed, he was slumbering, this huge presence, it was a dark figure. And right away, I knew that was the entity that was responsible for all the suffering down below. And all of a sudden, righteous indignation just came upon me. And I said, get up. And it got up and attacked me. But immediately, you know, in our dreams, we got supernatural strength. I began to do all kind of karate chops. And it was like, (laughs) and I was hitting this thing and it was going after me. And I knocked him down and he was down for a while. And all of a sudden I turned to my right and I saw a little New Testament Bible, like one of those Gideon Bibles. Mm -hmm. I placed it right there on the chest of this big thing, and it was totally defeated. He was showing me through that dream that how did Jesus defeat the devil? He said, it is written. And he wow. knocked the mess out of him. The church has got to know the word. It was showing me, you defeat him with the word. Give me um, how we would know if
0: a dream is counterfeit and from the enemy.
4: You know... God is not the author of confusion. Many times we have a satanic dream or a dark dream. They cause confusion. You get up. There's a feeling that you don't feel right about the dream. Um, it's also important for us. I mentioned the word earlier. We need to know the word of God, because if you know the word of God and you know how the enemy can't deceive you by knowing the word, then you won't be able to you won't be deceived in your dream when he shows up there. Many people want to have dramatic encounters. You can't live your life solely by dramatic encounters because Satan will give you the counterfeit. You must live. Make sure you have an encounter with the Word of God first so that you can measure every dream. Well, how do we test the spirits? The Bible says test the spirits. How do you do that? You test it with the Word of God. So you make sure that you know the Word of God. Another thing, they are characteristics to demonic dreams. They are darker in nature. Satan loves, he can't resist making you afraid. He did that with me, he'll do it with other people. He also dreams, his dreams bring torment. Now when he's giving you a deceptive dream, he may even add some scripture to it, okay? He loves doing that. However, there's something that doesn't sit well with you. I call it your peace of meter What does your peace say about that? When you wake up, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. What do you feel? What is your general feeling about that dream when you wake up? Is it something that doesn't sit well with you? That means you need to pray about it. So I tell people, pray about the dream. Pray in tongues. Pray about it, and God will reveal to you whether it's from him or from the devil.
0: You know, what are you emphasizing? What, what are you emphasizing in your life If you're emphasizing the genuine rather than looking for the devil all the time,
4: you you won't want to touch something that's not genuine. Exactly. You get so used to the real that you're enjoying the fellowship with God. You're enjoying his presence. I don't want the devil. I'm not looking for some false spirit. I'm looking for the Holy Spirit. Tell me about warning dreams. Yeah, I I had a warning dream. I had many warning dreams, but I had one one time that I didn't listen. I listened a little bit, and then I went back to what I was doing. I needed to get a worship leader because my wife and I had taken over a redeveloping church in Maryland. And so when we got there, I was the first black pastor in the church's history. We needed to adjust the worship a little bit. We needed to get a more contemporary sound, and I called it with a gospel twist. I needed to find someone who could play black gospel. So well, I had an idea. I said, I'm going to look at some of the neighboring churches, and I'm going to get somebody and get that sound that I want. I, I had a dream that I was in this setting, in a church setting, and I saw these oversized Hammond B3 organs, and they were playing. I was enjoying the music. I was getting my praise on, and all of a sudden, a wasp came out of one of those organs and stung me in the neck. I felt it. It was painful. I woke up from the dream, and the Lord was telling me, you need to wait, this is going to sting you, the music ministry, you need to wait. So I waited. God sent us a wonderful worship leader, and I obeyed the Lord. After he left, two years, he was there for two years, I went right back to what I originally planned. Instead of listening to the dream, I decided to fill that position right away. Immediately, the music ministry suffered, I went through four worship leaders just like that, and... To top it all off, one day, I walked out on my porch and I got stung in the neck by an actual wasp. The dream came back to my mind, and now I immediately obey the Lord with any warning dream. I bet you also write down your dreams. I, I do. I write them down. I make sure that I get them on paper. I put them on my iPad.
0: And you say dreams can confirm what the will of the Lord is.
4: Sometimes people need confirmation from the Lord because something that God wants to do in your life is so wonderful that you you need something to anchor your soul. So God, because sometimes he can't get to us when we're awake, he can get to you when you're asleep and he can put things and instructions in your mind. And so dreams come to confirm certain things. You've been praying about something, God will give you a dream. I had a confirming dream um, and also a healing dream after the death of my brother, my brother was killed back in the 80s. I was 17. He was 20. And he was gunned down. He had a wonderful heart, but he got hooked on drugs. And the whole family, it was difficult for us because we were moving to South Carolina when he died in New York. But I had a dream about him one night because you want to know where, he, where is he? What did he, did he receive course. Jesus Christ? Love Loved ones die of ever. Exactly. You want to know. And so I had a dream one night that I was in heaven. And I saw this beautiful meadows, this green grass, and he was under a tree. And I said, Derek, I miss you so much.
1: Derek, I miss you so much.
4: And he began to talk to me, and he said it was was always God's plan to fellowship with humankind. humankind. It was always always his plan. And I said, this is my brother? When he was alive, he talked slang. He was a man Mm -hmm. in the streets. He's talking perfect diction. And so it was a healing dream for me, and it confirmed that he was in heaven. I'm not, I, don't, I don't worry about where he is now. I know where he is because I saw him in a dream. Uh, give us a few tips
0: to increase our hearing from God.
4: Yeah, it's real practical. One thing, most people are sleep deprived. Get a good night's rest. Because if you don't get a good night's rest, you'll never get into what we say called REM sleep. That's rapid eye movement. That is the cycle of deep sleep. If you're not having enough time in deep sleep, you're not going to dream. Another thing, set the right atmosphere before going to bed. Don't watch a bunch of bad news or fake news. Because if you watch that stuff, it's going to affect your dream life. Another thing that I do, I set the tone by reading scripture or... I watch ISN. I do. That's not just a plug for ISN. I actually watch it because there's people on there who are anointed, and I want to receive more. I want to receive impartation. Also, you read my book. You read other books that are based upon anointed books. You'll get an impartation to dream more. You set the tone. You said something
0: that I think is so important. Mm -hmm. People devalue their dreams. You said. Value your dreams.
4: Yes. Comment. Yeah, if you value your dreams, and how do you value your dreams? You have an iPad or you have a journal next to your bed. When you have a dream, you write down details, and then you'll get more, because you're valuing what heaven is giving you. When you value, you get more. When you stop valuing them, God may go to someone else, because he can trust them.
0: Why are dreams so pivotal in the greater harvest glory?
4: You know, dreams are pivotal because... The Bible says in the last days, God would pour out His spirit and your sons and daughters would prophesy. Your young men would see visions. Your old men would would dream dreams. This is the last day prophetic activity. That's why it's supposed to be the norm for believers. God is giving dreams to unbelievers. People are seeing Jesus in their dreams who are unbelievers. Of course, believers need to be having dreams. They got to be normal. Just lift your hands right now father in the name of jesus i declare right now i come in first of all i come against confusion i come against deception right now in people's dream lives i come against blockages right now and i pray that your people will begin to have dreams I impart that to them right now. What you have given me, I give them right now. And I, part, I impart wisdom. I impart clarity. And I impart right now the ability to understand your dreams and to be able to
1: interpret them and to interpret the dreams of others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.